It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Thanks for spending time. Great to be back with you. It's Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Cornhead Lager. You can find us on the Hale Varsity YouTube channel or the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter feed at HVarsity Radio. Reminder in 2024, get buckled up, use your seatbelt. It saves lives, it prevents injuries only if properly worn. Make it click a message from the NDOT Highway Safety Office. Mike Babcock with us, Mr. Husker Football with Hale Varsity and Herd Ad Sports at MD Babs on Twitter. Babbers, Happy New Year! As uh, a lot of excitement with the college football playoff, Husker Hoops. And, oh, yeah, the uh, offseason, uh, Nebraska continues to try and sprinkle in some pieces. How are you? I'm doing fine. Happy New Year to you guys. Well, it uh, we'll see how 2024 navigates in the football world. But what's your, your take? I want to get your thoughts here on, on the old Big Ten versus the new Big Ten. Uh, as you have Michigan v. Washington, that's set for, for uh, Monday night for the championship uh, do you see any any parallels at all uh, with how Michigan's built their program and what Nebraska and Matt Rule are trying to do? Uh, I'm not talking about a guy named Connor. I'm talking about high school recruiting with uh, a few selected portal guys. Well, I, you know, I think that the recruiting has looked pretty good right now, and that's, you know, that uh, Rule and his staff have been aggressive, and, and obviously getting Dylan Riola was a big – part of that because you know there can be a ripple effect when you get somebody that that high profile into your program and other high profile recruits look at it and say well hey you know he's going there so that gives me uh pause you know maybe that's where i want to go i want to be a part of that and i you know i think that's the culture that we've seen to this point um but it, it still has to play out. You know, we still have to see the results on the field. I think right now fans are, I think most fans are believers, um, you know, that uh, this is going to go in the right direction, that uh, he's he, uh, that Matt Rule is building this program in a way that will be successful and will have, be solidly successful, not just a, you know, one and out kind of a thing, but it, but again, we have to see the results, and that's the thing that uh, uh, we don't know. And this, and with the change in the Big Ten, you know, I don't even know how you can explain or project, I guess, is the word, what's going to happen next year with this conference, um, because it's it, it just it's it's mind boggling to me, um, just the simple fact of uh, 18 teams in a conference. I mean, what I, what, what does that mean? And, and, and you play everybody home and home. Every five years, you'll be guaranteed that you'll play everybody in that conference home and home. Is that is that? Do I remember that correctly? Let, let's just call it like it is. There's a few teams, even though Nebraska has been in the league for 13 years, 
that I don't care if we ever play again. Give me the sexy matchups and be able to uh, to party uh, on those Saturdays and, and win some of them. That's kind of all I care about. I'll take UCLA and USC 10 times out of 10 over the chance to go play Indiana or Rutgers. Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, there are teams that you just assume not play. Uh, but uh, what I think about that, you mentioned Rutgers. Rutgers and or UCLA and USC and Washington and Oregon, they got to go clear across the country to play Rutgers and Maryland or, you know, Maryland and Rutgers have to go that way or Penn State has Pro- to go that probably way. Probably on a Friday night. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Nebraska is at least in the middle of this whole thing. Uh-huh. See, it um, worked out. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little bit better situation, I think, for the for the Huskers. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, we're going to – is this thing going to end up – I don't know how it's going to end up, I guess. Mm. And, and, and are the playoffs eventually going to be – so we've got 12 teams now. So we've got a few more significant bowl games than we had this year. And, uh, you know, how many, how many of those are going to be? It seems like every bowl game I turned on, it was the Big Ten against the SEC. That's how it always is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, at least uh, uh, the Big Ten got a, got a championship game with a Big Ten member and a Big Ten member to be. Um, so I guess that's good, but you guys were talking earlier about the Florida state thing. You know, do you think that that was mindset? I I thought it was kind of a two way thing. One way was that those players were going to stick around and prove that, Hey, we belong in the playoffs Mm -hmm. or they looked at it and said, we didn't get in the playoffs. So why, what, what's the point of playing? I, I don't know that it had anything to do with the culture. I think it had to do with that decision uh, by the committee to, to leave Florida State out of the playoffs. And I think the playoff players just said, we're not, we're not good enough to be in the playoffs, so what the heck, we're not going to play in this game. And I think the, the point I was making is that a team with a different culture would still understand the Rose Bowl has some significance, going and beating Georgia has some significance, playing for pride, if you will, despite the fact that the committee does put it. I, I can see it both ways, and I understand why a team would react like that. I just think a team with a different culture, let's say any Nick Saban-led team, I don't think would have a wave of opt-outs. They at least like waited till today to have 11 portal <laughs> opt-outs. <laughs> yeah. But they well, want to play off them. I'm not disagreeing with you. I think that's one of the possibilities, that you know, that they were going to stick around and prove that, you know, what they, that's what I was hoping. You know, I wanted to see, let's, let's match them up and see if, if they can play well against Georgia, you know, we can find out, did they belong in that playoff or didn't they belong in that playoff? And this way we have no idea. I mean, I, I don't know whether they did or not uh, from a player's standpoint because they opted out and they didn't play Georgia and we don't know. Well, Mike, from th- this point of opt-outs and, moving to a, a bigger expanded college football playoff, which should have 12 games every single year, if my math is correct. Do you think we're seeing the, the death of the greater bowl season? I'm not saying bowls go away completely, but just the bowl system the way we know it, do you think is that going away because of this, this wave of opt-outs in an expanded playoff? Well, yeah. I, I heard someone suggest that the bowls pay these players to play in the bowl games to keep them, to keep them involved. But if you don't do something like that, 
I think that this, the, the bowl season, as we know it, is in jeopardy, although almost all those games are on ESPN, right? Mm-hmm. ESPN or ABC. Um, is there the money there to, to say, hey, we can pay these guys, don't opt out for the NFL? Now, the NFL thing, that's probably where the money is going to come in because they don't want to get injured. Um, they don't want to run the risk of doing that. And that's the biggest part of it. The NIL thing, I think you could change by just having kind of a dead period in there or a period where you can't transfer in the transfer portal during a certain time till the bowl games are over or whatever. Um, so the guys that did that would still be available to play in a bowl game. Um, uh, you know, what was the McCord, the, the guy that came here, uh, made a visit here from Ohio State, and then he goes to Syracuse and stands on the sideline during the bowl game and watches them. And Ohio State probably would have preferred him behind center uh, yeah. with how their game went against Missouri. Syracuse probably would have preferred him as well. Uh, yeah, that, that was awful. <laughs> they got rocked. Babbers going to shift over to basketball. Big one tonight against Indiana. A couple of minutes here. Big one tonight. Nebraska's favored five and a half. But a uh, pretty important stretch. I know Purdue looms. I know there's a road trip mixed in there as well for Nebraska to Wisconsin Saturday. But uh, the next six here, doable, but also pretty treacherous. Yeah, I think it's I think it's definitely the cliche one game at a time. I think you've got to approach it that way because I think the Big Ten is very competitive. And I think that Nebraska has a chance to be right in the midst of the competition and to be successful in that competition. But by the same token, if you're looking too far beyond what's at what's you have to deal with right now, uh, you're going to be in trouble because I don't think there's any like there aren't givens. There aren't a lot of givens on that schedule when you get into Big Ten play, and that's the thing that I, that's the way I look at it. But I, you know, this is a this would be a good way to start certainly against ten and three Indiana team um, is to is to get that win and then you can look to the next one. But uh, I, I really think it's that cliche one one game at a time. And Mike, I know it's one game at a time for the team, but from a media standpoint, at what point do you think we can start talking about whether or not this team is or isn't a tournament team? I'm with you. I think it's way too early. I think the whole Big Ten season ahead, so much can change. But at what point can, can Schmidt and I start discussing whether or not this is a tournament team? I think you can start talking about it right now. <laughs> um, I, I, I would talk about it because I think this team has the potential to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what I want to see. Um, when they when they play Indiana, I want to see that team have that potential. And if they win the Indiana game, it's like, well, I feel a little bit a little bit better about it. Um, and then the next game, I feel a little bit better if they can win that game. Just be consistent, and and uh, I I think I think this is a potential NCAA tournament team. I think they can get in. I think that's the opportunity. But again. I picked Alabama to win the football playoffs, too, so <laughs> there you go. The dreaded uh, snap that screwed up the RPO was supposed to be a swing pass, Mike, and it ended up being, <laughs> let's run into a brick wall and lose two on fourth and forever. 
Yeah, so it goes. Um, and I didn't place any bets, so I'm I'm good. Oh. It was a day of PTSD for Husker fans, from bad snaps from the center on to the, the, swing the shotgun pass. exchange to a, a potential swing mm-hmm. pass, and you followed up Texas getting a second left in the game. It was just a no. day. Yeah, it, it, it was it was uh, it was a whiskey day. Yeah, that's <laughs> well, what if Washington would have just knelt down on that one instead of trying to run a play? They would have. Probably there would have been 40 more seconds off the clock and it would have been even more difficult. You know some executive at ESPN called down and said, all right, we got to give Texas one drive. Get the card out for the kid. Just one second on the clock for sure. Again, uh, death taxes and one more second for those in burnt orange. I thought they were going to call pass interference on that play. Oh, well, the guy didn't touch him. Didn't even have the old. What what difference does that make? (laughs) (laughs) He didn't have. He had. His left arm was 100 yards away from the guy's shoulder pad. He goes up and knocks the ball away. Away, thank God. But yeah, Mike's looking. We're talking Texas. Mike's man. looking for a flag. Bevo's mad. <laughs> We're talking Texas. That's perfect. Oh, that's so good. Babbers will check in next week. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Uh huh. Only, only Texas, right? Uh, more thoughts. Uh, some college football. Some Husker hoops. Hail varsity continues.